Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we're going to be breaking down the latest totals from this weekend's box office. Avengers Infinity War, does it take the crown yet again? And what about Overboard? How's that movie doing? We'll talk about that and more next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Of course, this is the show where we look back at the box office that was, and then we'd like to... About the box office that lie ahead, I'm Frank Moran. I'm Carrie Lane. Sorry, I was looking for my breakdown, which is not there. No, that's, yep. <laughs> yep. That is not, it is not existing there. You're welcome. <laughs> I am Amy Cassandra Martinez. Neil Plumley, what's up? <laughs> Ooh, look at that. Folks, you what know what up? you can do? You can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Give it a thumbs up while you're there. Or two, or three, Because we eight. have fun on this show. That's right. Look at that. Look how much fun we're having right here. Uh, and if you're watching after we've streamed live, Carrie, what can they do? You can comment down below. Sorry, I was just looking at the numbers. I'm like, oh, that, mm, I'm not liking the order. <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we're gonna stop right, jump right into the top five, guys. I don't know if you know this. Uh, Avengers: Infinity War surprisingly won for a third week in a row. It did. Not surprised. Shocking. Yeah, not surprised. Uh, came in at sixty-one point eight million dollars, down another forty-six percent. Neil, how are you feeling about this? Now, of course, they said that this uh, that this could fluctuate from like two to four million uh, when we get the final results in tomorrow. Right. So this could pass five hundred and fifty million dollars come Monday, possibly. It could. It's still. Just you know, parsecs behind where uh, where um, the Force Awakens was at the same pace. Uh, but we sort of discussed this. The Force Awakens came out you know around the same time that you know we were seeing like Oscar plays and and like big like award moves coming out around the same time. So it had a lot more runway, a lot more freedom to play around with uh, people going to see it maybe two or three times throughout the holiday season and then onward. Thank you. That's the big one. I was going to chime in. Quite a few of you left comments that the Force Weekends had holiday traffic, which mm-hmm. makes a big difference of it does. how many people are going. It does. And we do have a live chat, so if you are watching this live, feel free to join us on the YouTube live chat. We do. Oh, look at Thank that. you. That's Steve in the booth, everybody, making us look good and sound even better. Yeah. Hey-o. Anthony's dead to us. Ah. <laughs> Forget that guy. He died? <laughs> Sorry. To us. Ah. <laughs> Just kidding. He's, He's good people. Well. <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, uh, we sort of discussed this earlier, like whether it, it, it is a juggernaut for sure, but mm-hmm. whether it's a juggernaut enough to do the same that Force Awakens did, but in a very saturated uh, distribution space, which is tough. And it only had a few weeks to really like punch its numbers up before like Solo, Deadpool 2, and other large movies would be coming out. And it hasn't really hit those marks. So I don't think it's going to, at least domestically, at all reach where The Force Awakens hit. However, it did sort of explode in China. It did, absolutely. Over the weekend. Uh, we can talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, but uh, now you're speaking of Solo. What do you, uh, what all you take of the uh, the news stories that were coming out that advanced ticket sales were exceeding those of Black Panther? Kind of surprises me. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. too. I'm like, really? I mean, there are plenty of Star Wars fans for sure, but I know a lot of Star Wars fans are being a little... Hesitant, yeah, very hesitant for sure. Um, Said the exact same thing. Just said it, just so right. Uh, Yeah, but just after um, 
they're just different vibes of the newer new set of Star Wars, which mm-hmm. some people are very divided on. I'm excited. I'm like, sure, why not? Are you excited or you're just like, I will see it, but I'm not like, yeah. Well, I think that. it goes with the, um, maybe how you felt about um, The Last Jedi, which was very divisive for quite a mm-hmm. few Star Wars fans, because there were some people who hated it with a passion, and then the people who really liked it, and there weren't totally a lot of people in the middle, mm-hmm. though there were some. Um, Rogue One was generally, most people were pretty positive, and then Force Awakens, most were pretty positive. Like, not quite so, like, there's a line in the sand. So I feel some Star Wars fans are going into Han Solo going, well, it's not Harrison Ford, and no offense um, to everyone getting upset, but I'm really curious. Well, I mean, I feel like, unlike you and McGregor uh, being cast as Ben Kenobi, there's such an age gap between him and Alec Guinness that oh, having yeah. him there, it, it wasn't bothersome for the fans. Like, oh, cool, we're seeing a younger version. Yeah. But right. now when you're seeing Han Solo that's, you know, relatively close to the age that he's supposed to be when we see yeah, The Force Awakens, yeah. uh, recasting such an iconic actor in such an iconic role, I feel like it's going to be a good testing ground for Lucasfilm and Disney to see if this is successful, if people accept him, does that open the door to possibly then doing earlier films with... Leia or Luke, you right. can. Does it open the door to recasting everybody? Right. Mm-hmm. Would you want to see everybody recast? Does, does a recast bother you, or do you like the original actors should be the only ones that ever play these characters? A lot of people are excited for. They want a Lando movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if uh, I mean, from what I've heard, from what I've heard, uh, I forget forget his name. The guy who plays Han in the new Solo movie. Elden Aaron Aaron Reich. Aaron Reich. Yeah. Um, I from what I heard about early screenings that he is the real deal. That he doesn't like he's actually plays the part super well and it's great but the other thing I've heard is that Donald Glover absolutely smashes it as Lando Mm -hmm. which is uh, a large pull for a lot of people to see this movie is to Mm -hmm. see Donald Glover as Lando and if that pulls through and if he does a great job and if Lucasfilm sees a viable option then that'd be a cool that'd be a cool side movie to have as a Lando movie character we know that much about too so that'd be fun to get way more backstory because quite a few of the like the Skywalker line and everything we get Mm -hmm. way more lineage I feel like this is one that they, they fall into. It's to get the project like this started, Han Solo is going to be the bigger name. That's going to get people interested yeah. in wanting to do this. But then you you also you cast Donald Glover as Lando. Mm-hmm. And then you see what he does with the role. And you're like, mm-hmm. after the fact, you're like, dang it. You know, If only we'd known, maybe we should have just done a Lando-centric film. Flipped, yeah. And then had Han Solo just as a, a supporting character for that. But that's like, that's too late after the fact. Right. Well, it's interesting because not as many people are upset about young Lando compared to... Um, uh, solo, like I like that. I like Landau. 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 Um, but like <laughs> Landau. Landau. Um, Would that be interesting to you? <laughs> but like, I, there's far less people that are like, well, I don't know about that. Um, I remember in Beautiful Creatures, um, the actor playing Han. I'm like, um, thank you. Alden. Thank you, Alden. Uh, when I first heard that, I was like, yeah. I don't know if he quite looks what I think, but I felt he had the charisma in Beautiful Creatures. Which you guys probably all didn't see. No, <laughs> I unfortunately am a little hesitant just from everything we've seen so far. But yeah. I want to again be You're proven like, I'll wrong. Check it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll check it. Mm-hmm. I'll check it because uh, <laughs> that's how I talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's I street of you. No, thank you. Yeah. yeah, there's there's so much to like really delve into into you know like Star Wars territory that I'm game for really anything that they give us as long as it's not like the prequels well it'd be great because there is so much material like novels comics shows that they may as well go into like brand new stuff because clearly there's a market for people to watch Star Wars movies yeah and that's what I was going to say to your original question Frank if if we're bothered by them recasting 
older characters. Uh, not it doesn't really bother me that they're recasting the characters. It sort of bothers me that they're not using other material from the Star Wars universe. I would agree. I feel like it's lapsing into Star Trek, where you're, let's stop looking backwards. Let's look forwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even sideways. Yeah. yeah, you can you can do a movie at the same time as A New Hope at a different part of the galaxy, and mm-hmm. like where nothing intersects at all. Yeah, not true. I mean, I guess maybe that's kind of my. One that was point. kind of Rogue One. Sort of. I mean, Rogue One, it ended, and you're like, well, I know what's going to happen yeah. next. Like, but it was other people, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I want higher stakes, too. They yeah. got the plans for the Death Star, That's Amy. great. I it know. It doesn't get bigger than that. <laughs> um, it does. They made a second one, and it was 50% larger. <laughs> and then they made it. And a, fully a, operational. Then they made a planet. Uh, yeah. planet. And then you they know. made a planet. Yeah. I feel like maybe that's the whole thing with these nine films, at least the original, or the, the nine Star Wars films. I feel like it should be like a Skywalker story. So mm-hmm. that, I mean, you know, Ray, Finn, uh, Poe Dameron, it's like, I don't know, I rather would have focused on seeing the Skywalker stuff resolve. And then then go off and do whatever you want with any other characters. But we've only just saw them kind of just as like incidental characters or just uh, supporting characters in what was predominantly like their story. But mm-hmm. that's a tale for another time. Right, Neil? Sure. Sure. Uh, what is the tale of time right now, though, is our number two pick, which is Life of the Party. Uh, <laughs> 18.5 million. Look at that. People went for that comedy over the Mother's Day weekend. You know, yeah. I almost <clears throat> saw it, which I think says a lot. <laughs> that, that, oh. that I, well, no, last week I was like, nah. But nah. I almost, nah. <laughs> so this, what, what took you from nah to, like, I yeah. almost saw it? You know, some days, some weekends, you just want to watch something that's kind of stupid. Like stupid comedy? Yeah. You just gave up. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. No, I just watch stuff on Netflix instead. Sorry. That's fine. You know? No, it's true. There are certain times where, like, I've rented some, like, quality pictures. They're award winners. And you sit down and you're like, nope, not in that mood. I want something dumb and just funny and you just zone out and... Apparently that's what people wanted. Yeah, I mean, but the, I mean, I can't totally come excited and see the movie, so I don't know how dumb it is. But well, it, from the reviews that I was reading, it's saying it's not that great. Okay, that's pretty cliche. Mm. And Melissa McCarthy is just you know, she does what she can, but it's still just a kind of clunky script. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. So Amy, are you now going after this? Like, I almost saw it to like, yeah, I can't wait to see it. Well, no, because now next weekend we've got Deadpool there. So now I'm like, Psh, sorry. You still Deadpool have five movie. more days before that happens. Uh, yeah, no, but weekdays, man, no. <laughs> no, I, it's <laughs> hard to watch. No. Man, no, it's hard to watch movies during yeah. the weekdays. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But who knows? I might be spontaneous and, and try it. Oh, okay. All I right. mean, look. And what, and what a great first film to try that new <laughs> mindset on. Spontaneity. Number three, Breaking In from Universal. Sixteen point five million dollars, everybody. It, it broke in with sixteen point five. Sixteen point five. Boom. Uh-huh. There you go. Uh, Neil, do you have some information you'd like to share with us? I do. Breaking in was the subject of our box office bet. That's something that we do each week to determine with one movie that's a new release from each week, and we determine, we, we each bet on how much we think that movie's going to make. The person who is closest is named the prognosticator of prognosticators, and the person who is furthest away has to go see the movie and report back on how good or bad it may be. This week was breaking in. Beautiful. $16.5 million, which is actually 
a very interesting number because that is the exact bet of one Carrie D. Lane. Prognosticator of prognosticators, Carrie. And how that was like heavy. right on the spot. Right too. on I'm the like, spot. I don't normally do a point five, but I was like. 16.5. And I actually went and saw it, though, anyways, too. So oh, wow. I did. Uh, I was a hair underwhelmed. Um, I wanted more from it. Because the trailer, you're like, yeah, this looks great. Like, the trailer totally sold me. I was like, I want to see this movie. Um, I think Gabrielle Union's great. I think the kids are pretty cool. The villains are fine. But the problem is, like, you kind of want more information. You don't really get it, get it. And there's also, like, a character that's more like the muscle of the group. But why do you need that if you think nobody's going to be at home and he's just kind of an annoying thing? Kind of has Home Alone vibe of, like, the traps or trying to get around and stuff. Um, but give, give me one thing that is that hair that would have taken you from underwhelmed to just whelmed. What is that one, that thing? That's, that's a quote from, wait, it's that one movie that Gabrielle Union's in. Oh, really? uh, Ten Things I Hate About You. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I that was the problem. I was trying to really figure out what it was that would make it that, <laughs> give it that oomph. Give it that whelm. Yes. <laughs> it, okay, it's cool, but I think it'd be better to go with a little lower expectations than mine. Like, don't don't be super excited. Just be like, it's gonna be cool. Um, an interesting choice for Mother's Day, but I thought it was. I I liked it enough for sure. Did you take your mom? No, she wasn't able to go at that time. So I was like, never mind. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> 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 Let's go see Breaking In, Mom. It'd be great. Well, I was pushing that one instead of Life of the Party. I'm like, I'm not seeing that one. No. Oh. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. So Carrie was the top, Neil. Carrie was the top one. Uh, second place was myself. I bet $17 million. Yeah. Uh, and then after that came Amy, 13.5. Very good job. Thank you. Frank yeah. hit a cold 13. And Tony B. Tony mm-hmm. underscore mm. with $12.5 million. Yeah. The boy is going to the movies. Yeah. Well, I, thank you very much, Zayas. I heard the villains were dumb AF in that film, but the kids in Union were awesome. So, yeah, I'd say that's, like, the kids and the mom are really good. Like, I like what they do with it. I like that where they go. But the villains, I would have wanted a little bit more because they also hint at a couple things, but then don't give you more. So then you're like, well, wait, what about that thing that you kind of mentioned that could be important? So... That's maybe where it was like, yeah. Now, Nella J in the comments says, I-, I will go see Breaking In next weekend. Haven't seen the first Deadpool, so I have no interest in seeing the sequel. <gasps> LOL. What the well, heck? I feel it, like Deadpool is not a film that you, if you don't see the first one, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Don't let that discourage you from yeah. enjoying a... Uh, I don't know what it's going to be like. But I, I feel that's very... <laughs> you don't know what to expect. It still feels like a particular kind of superhero movie. Oh, yeah. Like, if, you're, if you don't like the swearing, the violence, and crudeness, then it's not your thing, which is fine, but that's what Deadpool is, so... But I would argue, you guys don't know me personally, I don't cuss, I don't do things like that, and I love Deadpool. So, I, like, but some people are bothered by it. Well, some, some people, like, they just I don't like watching that. or bother by it. Like, I know some people are like, oh, they, they swore. To, I'm like, really? I mean, everybody has movie. their own preferences. <laughs> I agree. Well, or crude humor if they don't think it's funny or they're just like, oh, that's just gross. It's not funny. I get it, but, but don't, like, don't be discouraged. Like, yeah. Go check out the first one. Hey, guys. Uh, great, yeah. great segue into that. Uh, Stephen the Booth here. What, what? Um, uh, just looking up some details with all AMC theaters. They seem to be doing a, a double feature. Mm-hmm. 
for Deadpool it's upon true. its uh, sequel's release. Uh, tickets Sweet. are on sale right now. Look Not sponsored. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Carrie, you're saying, oh, you, you know, uh, they don't want to see a super movie because it's got violence or whatnot. But breaking in, there's violence in there, right? Well, this is Deadpool violence is very specific and gratuitous and over the top. But that's the point. Like that's why it's so awesome. It has the super hard rating. Um, I mean. Breaking In has, but Breaking In's a different, more realistic violence, too, which is nice. kind of the struggle a little bit to watch it, too, is, like, if that, your hero is, like, on the ground crawling away, and you're just like, no, I don't want you to be beaten up. But, like, Deadpool, it's just so out there and over the top. I don't know. It, the stakes are very different. Uh, As Amy yeah. likes to put it, like, she wants higher stakes in a movie or something. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just different. Revenge go big or go mother, home. Everybody. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Wow. Oh, that was like, <laughs> all right, cool. It's interesting also seeing her as like a mom because like, uh, Bring It On is one of the movies I loved her in. But I guess like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, uh, a mom protecting child movie. I guess Stardew says Panic. Re- oh, yeah. uh, oh, never mind. Sorry, I read that wrong. Um, so it's interesting seeing her as like the mom role now. But I get that's. She's older now, so it makes sense. Oh, yeah. She looks great. She was great in that uh, what, Jet Li uh, <laughs> film with, uh, what's his name? I like that you're laughing. Yes. Uh, what's, I know Neil knows this movie. I do not know this movie. I, gosh, what's that? I blanked on the rapper. I failed, everybody. <laughs> I failed. Now we have to just move on. Pretend I didn't anyway, say anything, moving folks. on. Uh, where's my memory eraser? Coming in at number four is Overboard, the Anna Ferris film. Made another $10.1 million, surprisingly holding on strong in its yeah. second week. Yeah. Again, probably stupid comedies. But good for them. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, happy uh, for them. Cool. No, a friend of mine uh, uh, on Twitter said that he took his mom to see Overboard this weekend, and he enjoyed it. He thought oh, it was a good comedy. Cool. See, wow. I'm glad. That's good. I hope you uh, get an ad in the trades. Uh, to celebrate overboard with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got an ad in the train. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Red with the most flat intonation possible. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm happy. I'm happy. I want everyone yeah, yeah, to be yeah, successful yeah. in movies. So that's good. Yes. And rounding out our top five, A Quiet Place, another $6.4 million. <laughs> bringing its domestic total up right now to $169.5 million. Nice. Look at them go. That it is uh, the third highest grossing movie in the U.S. domestically this year. Sweet. Go Just behind movies. Infinity War and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That's, those are It's insane because that movie movies. was made for oh, like $7 million. I are you going to say $7. There you go. It was made for seven pennies. Seven pennies. <laughs> Thank you, Star Drew. Romeo Must Die. That was it. Oh, yeah, I do know that one, actually. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for just leaving me out there to die. Yeah. Let me just uh, put in a little point. Um, if we have time, I'd like to explain some box office statistics about Deadpool. Ooh. Not, maybe not right now, if you don't want to. I don't know. You know, I feel like what's better time right now than to go to, to Neil's box office corner? We can go there. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, I was speaking with a friend um, uh, this past week. and we're talking names where we don't believe this. Yeah. We were talking about how... <laughs> We were talking about how uh, Ryan Reynolds is uh, has has a lot of control around the Deadpool movie, and I was saying how yeah, it's kind of like I mean de- he is to Deadpool how like Robert Downey Jr. is to Iron Man. Mm-hmm. They can't really recast him; it'd be impossible to. He's sort of like the Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Um, but then I was thinking, well, he's also like the writer and like one of the producers on the movie, so he's even more valuable. But then I started thinking, how much how valuable is the movie franchise? numbers-wise, against Iron Man. And so I was thinking, well, it might do a little bit, 
It, it, it might get up there on Iron Man, but Iron Man's like huge. It was big. It was like one of the biggest movies of the time. So I looked up the numbers Ooh. on how Iron Man did. Iron Man, the first one, opened at 98.6, which sounds like a, a, a radio station. It <laughs> opened is. at 98.6 and it, would it be- ran for 313, which is like, okay, that's a little bit lower than I thought. Because movies these days are open up to like 120, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But given at the, Depends the climate. Depends on the time of year. Given at the time, yeah. yeah. That was back in 2008. The first big superhero wow. one Exactly. In mm-hmm. Deadpool, on the other hand, opened at 132. Yeah. And ran for 363 domestically. And so I was like, that is a lot more than Iron Man did. So then I went to Iron Man 2. Opened at 128. Deadpool wow. still beats it. But I feel like the nice thing about Deadpool, it comes oh, after you lay all this uh, all this rail right. with all these yeah. other superhero films. People are primed to see something different. Right. So that's what I thought. That's what I thought, too. And so then I was like, okay, what was like that? What was what was another Marvel movie or another superhero movie that would have changed the pace of what a, movie, a superhero movie was? Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. So the, And that came out around the same time. I think Deadpool came out maybe a year after that. So Guardians of the Galaxy opened at 94 Hmm. And ran for 333. But I think, like, with Deadpool, the thing is, it, it, the R rating, I think, drew yes. a lot of people to it. Right. Because isn't it the highest grossing R rated? It is. Well, I think I it was know. the highest Did grossing R rated. It, it might have surpassed it, it. beat it. But when Deadpool came out, I think mm-hmm. it was the highest grossing rated R film. And also, isn't the only superhero one that's recent um, that superhero rated R? Oh, Logan was as well. Logan, Logan was, yeah. yes. Uh, so then I looked at <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, <laughs> and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 did 146 and a half opening weekend, okay. so that beats Deadpool by about 10 million um, yeah. for the opening weekend, and then ran for uh, 389, which beats it by, beats a total run by about 20 million. Mm-hmm. Until you consider that Guardians of the Galaxy was made for about 200 million, and Deadpool was made for 58. That's awesome. Go yeah. Deadpool. So, Deadpool is crushing it. So I would I would argue that Robert Downey Jr. is, or not Robert, sorry, uh, Ryan Reynolds is the most valuable superhero actor right now. That's true. You heard it here. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I, his singular voice, I mean, you feel like you have the, his voice coming through mm-hmm. that franchise yes. in more than a way than you may see. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. has done his stuff for Tony Stark, but right. in terms of having just a hand and shaping the entire film from beginning to end. Well, mm-hmm. in all the ad campaigns, they're just mm-hmm. so funny, like yeah. little mini films that he's been doing, and that's, or a t- teaming up with other people. That did you guys see the one with um, Beckham? Yeah, David Beckham. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Celine and Dion Hugh, and Hugh Jackman, like the hotel room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, come on, it's a good. <laughs> we all know we want to see Deadpool, but it just helps keep that hype so yeah. high. So, yeah, those are some uh, <laughs> those are some died. things that I discovered this week, and I thought I'd share it with the class. Thank you. Yay! 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 Thank you for that, Professor Plum. Good research. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of numbers here, uh, Neil mentioned earlier internationally, uh, Avengers: Infinity War opened in China and crushed there. Uh, it was the uh, the second biggest industry three day bow behind the fate of the Furious. Uh, that helped push Anthony and Joe Russo juggernaut across the $1 billion market at the international box office with $1,059 million to date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The estimated global total right now through Sunday is uh, $1,606.8 million. Look at that. What's good? Did someone say my name? <gasps> you know, the chat was missing you. They're like, where's Tony? I know. I'm here now. 
Yeah. Hello, chat. Played favorites. We see we're re-ranking your life, Tony. Oh, I heard I lost. Yeah, you have to you go did. see yes, Breaking In. Yes, very much. How do, how do you feel right now? Breaking news. How do you feel about I'm this, I'm ready Anthony? to break in. All right. <laughs> Sound pumps. I'm going to break in that chair when I'm going to go watch Breaking In. Is Revenge a Mother, Anthony? You'll have to let us know. What was that? That's their slogan. Like the ad is like, Revenge is a Mother. Oh, that's right. That's funny because <laughs> yeah. I saw a movie called Revenge earlier today. Oh. Yeah, which was fantastic, by the way. Which we'll talk on horror movie news tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, the worldwide weekend was Half worth uh, uh, three hundred forty-three point one million dollars, which uh, was fueled by China, and uh, they, they basically have earned enough money that, that they've exceeded the entire runs of Avengers, Captain America: Civil War, and Iron Man three, and they also have the ninth, number ninth Western release of all time huh. in the Asian markets there for just wow. three days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Before the weekend, uh, globally, Infinity War was sitting at number eleven. It was just getting ready to trounce. I forget what the number 10 was at the time. Uh, The Last Jedi, I think it was. Uh, I think it was just getting ready to beat that globally. And then after this weekend, it went from number 11 to number 5. It just exploded upwards. Now, the big thing is, will uh, Infinity War get to $2 billion? Uh, It's at roughly $400 billion away from that benchmark, and it's a question mark. China will likely throw off another 1.5 multiple, but... Uh, Deadpool, 2, Deadpool 2 starts, uh, so mm-hmm. that's going to be maybe throwing off some international markets. Not China, though. Uh, and uh, that's expected to do business. But uh, if we're to look at dollars, Infinity War beat Fate of the Furious at the number one opening weekend ever. Both movies in- include the now built-in ticketing fee that we've talked about before, but local currency is really what counts. So let's see. We'll see. Do, do, do any of you envision $2 billion in Avengers, Infin- Avengers Infinity War's future? I think it could. I think it's, it's basically China would be its saving grace for, for getting that. Um, yes. I would hope so. I mean, to see something this of this magnitude, like, in my lifetime is ridiculous because, like, when's the next time a franchise like this will be able to generate this much money in our lifetime? Like, I don't see anything coming up. <laughs> Avatar 2. Except, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you, you probably got me there, too. Yeah, so, but I, this is pretty exciting for just, like, that. history in film and, like, the box office, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm so down, I'm so ready for it to hit $2 billion and I'm just going to be, like, put on my $2 billion pants that oh. I own. Yeah. Oh, wow. And dance around. All right. Do I have those, not, too. You have $2 billion pants? Oh, what color are they? Red. Oh, all right. Perfect. Uh, it's yeah. a perfect and color for a $2 billion pants. <laughs> yep, Perfect. Well, if it gets past two billion and change, then it's going to be in contention for uh, number two and number three on the all-time global uh, global cumulative list. Have, are we now entering a place now where, like the Star Wars films, as everybody jokes now, especially since Disney bought them, is that we're going to see Star Wars films pretty much every year until we die? Do you feel that Marvel has entered that sort of category where we're going to see this, or do you see? 10, 15 years, the the light kind of fades and they just kind of settle off into obscurity. I think they might do a big gap like they did with Star Wars. Maybe like wait until people really, really want it. What was it, like 30 years or so that they waited in between? Something like that. Uh, but I think there's so much to really go into with the Marvel properties that you could do. You could do a lot. I mean, like uh, Miss Marvel. They're mm-hmm. going to... So, like, there's so much to do. I'm, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of fans out there that would like something. If not every year, every few years, something. I think it all depends on, because Kevin Feige. Depends how they keep do, doing, for sure. Yeah. 
I think Kevin Feige is a, is a large part in how successful mm-hmm. they've been, but depending on how long he wants to stay with them, mm-hmm. and then who they'd have to replace them. Mm-hmm. I, hopefully he'd have a, a, a big say in who his successor would be, you think. Well, it's interesting because uh, Kevin Feige at this point is uh, like invaluable because he's creating a new like business model for franchise movies. But at this point, you can sort of already see the pattern of what he's doing. So now it's not like a totally out there like idea for someone else to just do the same thing. Because he basically made a roadmap that you can trace back to like comic book lines. So if you have another like whole comic series, like if mm-hmm. 20th Century Fox uh, doesn't get bought by Disney, I they got blocked a little bit by Comcast recently. If that deal goes sideways and 20th Century Fox is a separate entity from Disney, then whoever's running that could do that with X-Men or Fantastic Four. And it wouldn't be that difficult. Well, but then you th- look at like Star Wars to Star Trek, where mm-hmm. I feel like Star Wars has been much more successful since it's kind of been more of a focus on it. And Star Trek is, you know, it, it's struggling to, yeah. to really latch on and really kind of get a, a hold in the box office. Which is a shame. So I, I feel like, I don't know if it's an easily replicable rep, replicable formula for another studio, even though the roadmap is laid out for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we'll have to see. I guess we'll have to see. We will, Neil. I think we will. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, of course, that is our international numbers. Now, we've also got three super hot films vying for your contention next week's super box office. Bet. Super hot. Uh, so not surprisingly, um, you know, we have this little indie film called Deadpool 2 mm-hmm. taking off. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I hope it can make it, guys. I, you know, We'll see. It might. Uh, I'll be seeing that tomorrow night, guys, so I'll let you know how it Yay. is. Maybe it's in with a chance. <laughs> That's true. I think it it might squeak by. I'm thinking a number four, probably. Sorry, <laughs> Overboard. I don't know if you're going to be able to hold it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, So we've got, uh, of course, we've got Deadpool 2, and then we've got uh, Book Club. With uh, Diane Keaton. Uh, oh, yeah. I saw that. that was one I'm like, oh, I saw a poster for that. Yeah. And then we also have Show Dogs as well. <gasps> that was one that was going to come out a while ago, and they pushed it back. I don't know if you guys remember when the trailer first came yeah. out. I mean, I love me my animal movies because I'm like, oh, it's animals. But I wish it's, I liked it better when we did Homeward Bound and they didn't actually talk with their mouths. But that's a whole other argument. But yeah. I remember that first trailer, and then it kind of disappeared. And then it popped up again. It's like, ooh, why'd they push it back so far? <laughs> what was wrong? I feel like Will Arnett has really dived into this kind of uh, niche for himself, where he will be the only human amongst all these other sort of creatures. He did that with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm. Now he's doing it with show dogs. Uh, What's who next? Who's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is right. What's next? Uh, yeah, what's your triple play there, Will Arnett? Yeah. <laughs> what do we see? What other kind of creature do we want Will Arnett to be the only human being for? Uh, snakes <laughs> on a plane <laughs> what mm-hmm. so uh, and of course we got Shaquille O'Neal playing one of the voices of the animals so get excited guys that's just a big pull <laughs> <laughs> to so, theaters <laughs> yeah. so those are the three films buying for your box office bet vote so feel free to start chumming away in the chat but in the meantime we'll do a little box office rewind about some mm-hmm. of the it's going to be uh, one of the upcoming films and that of course is our good pal, Deadpool himself, Wade Wilson, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds! Uh, we will do his non-X-Men related films. Perfect. His top five. It uh, is best to keep it that way. That's right, yes. Uh, no surprise where they would probably end up on the list. But uh, coming in there at number five for his non-X-Men related ones was the... Uh, uh, there we go. One, two, three. Uh, is uh, the Amityville Horror. Back oh, from, yeah. Mm-hmm. 2005. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 23.5 million. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah. Amy. He grew a beard for it, and he, yeah. and he got really, really jacked for it, and he swung that axe around. He did. That he swung cool. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Swung it all around. Was his name Jack? Or Johnny? Sorry. Swung, mm. swung his axe? Yeah. Yeah, it was... Swung it at people? I mean, you know... I like Anthony the original Carey, better, but... As our resident horror people, you did you like it, or is it... I haven't seen it. That's what I'm asking. I'm, uh, <laughs> that, that look. <laughs> uh, I'd go with... I mean, I like the original better, but I think that was... Still, not a bad update. Yeah, I've seen the original. Because I actually have the original on VHS, and somehow watching Aww. it on that really makes it even yeah. better. That graininess works. So yeah. it's one of those like, eh, when it gets too nice, you're like, no, it should be like kind of messy. Tape starts tracking a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's just something about like flies being around you at times. Like you're in a room, oh and like God. flies and flies, and then you look and there's like a million flies in a room. Oh, it's like the yeah. fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, sorry, I was looking up a movie that I'm like, this is not going to be on the list, but Deep Cut for Ryan Reynolds. Did any of you see Full Proof? No. No. It's, it's uh, Kevin, Sam, and Rob are founding members of a theoretical group which pull off heists. Leo, a gangster, blackmails them into pulling off a real multi-million dollar heist. Now it's up to them to get out alive. It's just like kind of a goofy comedy with Ryan Reynolds. Came out in 2003. It's kind of very dated, like 2000 movie, but it was actually really fun, and he's super funny in it. So, and who else is in that film with him? Uh, looks like uh, female lead is Kristen Booth, and let's see, uh, Joris Jarsky, Sean Sullivan, uh, and then it was directed by William Phillips. Yeah, all right. But anyway, all right. Let's see. Uh, You're like eh, moving on. Yeah, other I, films. I'm looking for oh, full break. That came in at number 26. Oh yeah. Number 26, everybody. Well, I don't think box office-wise it did well, but it was just one of those, like, it's a fun, comedic heist movie if you like heist movies and comedy. All right, so given what Carrie said, I said number 26, just real fun, for for fun of it. What do you think its opening box office weekend was? $58,000. All right, Amy? 53000 All right. $30,000. i am not going to guess. It came out in 2003, too. $30,000. Uh, a, a, a whopping two hundred and thirty thousand three hundred and twelve dollars. Wow. That's, 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 yeah, that's, right. that's not that yeah. bad. They tripped, they tripped <laughs> now, now, yeah, now Amy really wants yeah. to see this. All right, coming in number uh, four for him. There was the proposal from Buena Vista. That was a really good one. Uh, really? No. Was, was right. Is that with Sandra yeah. Bullock? I remember yes. liking it. Oh. I remember liking that it. That was so really mean, cute. I don't remember being blown away by it. It was all right, yeah. It was enjoyable. Okay, the I girls are it. like, it was great. That one part with Sandy. Well, Sandy with the window. I think it's super Whoa. cute. <laughs> it can't but, be better than Just Friends. Well, funny thing. Well, that was oh, really good a one. lot of things are way better than Just oh, Friends. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, no, Just Friends you. is so good. It's, it's, it's so fine, good. but it's like cringy, which makes sense for it. But it's like, With Anna Ferris? Oh, my gosh. She's so good. With the toothpaste? Too. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, okay, well, funny thing with Proposal, though, at the end when they're doing like the questions, anybody who's actually in a relationship, I try to answer some of those because some of those I'm like, I would have no idea on these answers. Because <laughs> they're like, well, what is the deodorant your partner uses? What is this? And it's just like, uh, I don't know. Could you answer those questions, Neil? Yeah, I can answer those. Oh. Amy, can oh, you answer like, those? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Well, at it's least not weird. The... It's no, intimate. Well, you share a space with yeah, them. Yeah, but you, it becomes you uh, no big deal. Because uh, uh, <laughs> really. it's just there, so you don't notice. Yeah, well, I notice. You, because you're always analyzing everything. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah, exactly. Taking notes. Anyway. 3.40 p.m. 
need to buy more deodorant. Courtney in the chat says, <laughs> exactly love the proposal. Thank you. Yay. There you go. Uh, coming to number uh, three there from a safe house. Came out a couple years back there. Two, actually, 2012. That yeah, was longer than I thought it was. <laughs> Some people are like, Blade 3? Yes. Uh, yeah, Bl- uh, Blade Trinity, they came in number 10. All right. Wait, what about RIPD? A couple people bring up. That was fun. We don't talk about that. One. Hey, no. it was fun. That was 13. All right. Yeah, I feel like that, that movie <laughs> had an interesting concept, but it just wasn't executed as well as it could have been. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, actually, number uh, number two, uh, Green Lantern. Oh, oh. yay. $53.1 million. <laughs> 2011. I hated that movie. It made me so angry. Oh, made everyone angry. Right? No, I haven't seen that one yet. It's, it's not as bad as everyone says. No, no. It is where everybody else. Hal Jordan is somebody that was selected to have the the, the ring of the Green Lantern because he was, had the ability to overcome great fear. He had that within himself. The whole movie is him constantly being told by everybody else, "Hal, you're great. You know what, Hal? You were great. <laughs> Shut up. Come on. It's supposed to be within him the whole time. He doesn't need all these other." Life coaches coaching them up. That's oh, terrible. No Ugh. association and knowing nothing about the comics or that character. I'd be like, it was fine. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Hector Hammond, a worse choice to have for your, your villain. And then as well as Parallax. That is just too bizarre of a concept to try to fit into your first film as Green Lantern. Oh, yeah. So, Give it to him, Frank. Give it to him. And then Mark Strong, <laughs> Sinestro, great, great. But then they do this thing in the credits. Uh, Tell us just, how you really feel. Yeah, they make him Sinestro right. right. They turn him evil right there in the like as a credit mid credit bump scene. There, that's that's a whole second film. Yeah. If, but I mean, of course, we're never going to get a second film. But that's how it should have been treated. You could have had the fall of Sinestro. It would have been a great story arc. And then the third one is the two of them battling. But uh, so and there's your extra large beef burrito. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Served you served up by extra beef. <laughs> uh, and then number one for him. That's not Deadpool related, but sort of. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine from uh, 85 Point Million back in 2009 where we got to see his first iteration of Deadpool uh, and then he gets uh, his mouth shown shut. So Merc with a mouth without a mouth. Are you kidding me, man? It's in his yeah. title. Yeah. That's uh, how bad they screwed up. Will I Am as a uh, teleporter? Bonkers. <laughs> that movie is just bad from beginning Gambit? to end. Gambit? <laughs> oh, that was bad. They ruined Ga- Remy. I yeah. liked Gambit being there. Yeah. But then I didn't like... Gambit. Yes. Yeah. No accent. What is, what is the accent? I mean, Gambit's like one of my favorite, like, especially childhood crush comic book characters. Oh, I'm like, yeah. same. Hey. With his, with <laughs> and, black yeah. eyes. Black with the red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're just like, who is this schmuck? This guy sucks. <laughs> and you're like, no. It was uh, just bad from beginning to end. That was a, that was a shame. It was, yeah. but um, from that, imagine we get to Logan. So we finally at least got one great Wolverine movie mm-hmm. out of that whole thing. Mm hmm. I guess the Wolverine was... It was okay. fun. Wolverine was okay. It started good and ended badly, I thought. Ended weird. It got a little yeah. wonky. Yeah. Yeah. Towards the end there. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, but uh, now with the little box office rewind, before we wrap up, we got to do our next week's top five. Adding in, of course, the three films that we were mentioning earlier. Can you uh, say them one more time? Oh, yes. We've got Deadpool 2. Uh, we've got uh, 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 yeah, this dog book club, show dog. Book, book, club. club. book club, and uh, show, show dogs. dogs. Show dogs. Oh boy! Yeah. Wow, I think that's going to be really difficult, guys. I don't know. Uh, um, book club only on twenty five hundred screens. Uh, show dogs three thousand, and Deadpool forty two hundred. Book club looks like the moms and book club ladies and some gentlemen as well. Like that's yeah. seems right up a certain alley of. It's a good bit of counter programming. You're right. Mm-hmm. 
And then, yeah, exactly. It's just something different when people want something else. But Deadpool, definitely number one. But do you think show dogs is counter? I mean, are people... I mean, I guess you want to have family for kids. It's a family one. But even... Mm -hmm. Uh, Deadpool 2 is not family. No. 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 Uh, Ken Jack in the chat says, Deadpool, Avengers, Life at the Party, Breaking In, and then Show Dogs. I'm pretty sure Deadpool 2 is a family movie. Yeah. It is all about family. An interesting kind of family. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a cool... Well, it depends what age the family is, too. Deadpool 2, Fast, 2, Furious. It's it's a story (laughs) of the the X-Factor family. Right. X-Force. X-Force. X-Force, thank you, uh, sir. X-Factor. <laughs> I'll go I with, yeah, Deadpool. Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Oof. Yeah, I... I mean, I really haven't heard anything about Show Dogs or Book Club at all. Oh, yeah, no, not at all. Wait, what the hell is Show Dogs? That's what I was saying. They had trailers and ready to push it out almost like a year ago or something. I feel maybe that's a little too long. But I remember I was excited because in the trailer the dog's like, what are you doing? And he gets like a wax and you're just like, that just is absurd. And it's kind of funny on the trailer. But um, I guess a lot of it depends on how how well you think Life of the Party or Breaking In are going to hold up in its second week. They won't. They won't, but will the other ones surpass it? I don't think show. I, I just don't think show dogs at all. Even even though it's more screens of book clubs, I can see book club doing better than show dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, but I don't know if it's. I, if I did Deadpool, Avengers. Right. It's like. Uh, it's I don't know if I. I don't know if I. Do you see? Like even book club doing better than Left the Party in that second week. I mean the reviews haven't been great for book uh, for Left of the Party. Even if it drops half. Sure. Well, let's do a curveball. That'd um, be nice. And then I'll, I'll say Life of the Party for... Uh, no, sorry. Book Club for three. Um, let's throw Show Dogs in number four, because family. And then five, Life of the Party. Bump things down. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I like to make some crazy predictions well, yeah, there sometimes. There you go. You know? I'll go Deadpool, Avengers. Uh, book Club... Uh, then I'm just I think I'll go left the party and oh I'm, I think I guess I'll do breaking in that's what I was uh, going to say don't, don't that was like pulling teeth don't celebrate well, that do not celebrate Paul that Paul Jones in the chat says Deadpool then Avengers life of the party breaking it and then book club alright yeah that's actually where, what I was going to say hmm. mm-hmm. yeah right. I was just right agreeing with you Frank that's the first cool, time she's like ever three, done that. That's a lot. Yeah, it's does <laughs> not happen often. The first time. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for us now to do the no, box I'm office scared. bets. It's uh, time to bet. For the film that you, the live chat audience, have bet on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll find out what that is in just a moment, but while we're uh, waiting for those, we'll uh, remind everybody of what the box office bet. Neil did it so eloquently at the beginning of the show. <laughs> no. Yes, you did. <laughs> we're all going to bet on whatever film you in the chat room have uh, bet on, for, uh, chosen for us to bet on. Whoever gets closest to the actual box office opening gross will be the prognosticator of prognosticators. The loser will have to go see the film and tell us all about it. Yep. True. That wasn't nearly as good as what you did, Neil. I thought it, I thought it was better than no, the one no, no. I did. Yeah, you, you, were, no. you put on a clinic at the beginning of the show. Oh. Uh, no. Nah. Ah. Oh, man. No, man, guys. you all are over the place. It's great. Oh, okay. Go big and bet on Deadpool said, 2. Sandra says <laughs> Snow Dogs won. Show Dogs won by two votes, but... Then three people voted for Deadpool. 
Yeah. What? And then there's another show dogs. I don't know. <laughs> hey, well, Janet. Cast, be kind to us, though. Cast your votes now, people. Janet Mouse, I'm not guaranteed I'm going to go see Deadpool 2. So you should still vote on it. They will already be seen. Still vote on it, people. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah let's... <laughs> Both Amy and I are like our hands. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm so cold. I'm about to start yeah. praying. But I'm this AC. I mm-hmm. don't. I don't. Oh. Oh man, this is this is hot. Uh, we'll, we'll give uh, another thirty seconds for this vote. <laughs> These votes. Thirty okay. seconds. You got. Hope thirty seconds, Anthony, and then we'll call it go. right there. Yes. Thirty seconds. Uh, and uh, keep an eye on that chat, Anthony. Let us know. Please tell me it's leaning. I don't want to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who are like, what are they doing? So we're looking over at a screen that has the live chat up where everybody's placing their bets or Stop putting up what movies they want us to go see. Oh, dogs, my Star Trek. Stop. Okay. Uh, oh. uh, how uh, many? T- uh, five, four, uh, oh, three, two, two Come on, one. Give Deadpool. Okay. And the voting's closed. Okay. And the tally? Uh, I don't know. Oh, I thought you were counting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Anthony. Well, oh my god, who's gonna oh, tell man. us, guys? Uh, well, I feel like they say show dogs, and then all of a sudden I see. I see a lot of Deadpool Deadpools. on there. I see a lot of Deadpool. Yeah. Or Deadpool, <gasps> Show Dogs Three, Book Club One. Thank you, Ken Jack. All right, Ooh. for being honest, Deadpool. Well, this could be exciting too because we're doing the big bet numbers, which was suggested as well. So, uh, sorry, Neil. Uh, what was the Deadpool One opening weekend number again, please? One, if I'm right, so one thirty-two. Yeah, awesome. Oh my! Do we think Jeez. it'll be a lot higher? Two hundred. Do you think it tops Avengers: Infinity War? Which was first opening? Yeah. No. Maybe. Remind us what that number was. That was one fifty-eight. Wasn't that one fifty-eight? Higher than that, wasn't it? I thought it was one sixty-eight. No, it wasn't that high. No. Well, I think it was one fifty-eight, wasn't it? I can't remember. If only there was a way we could look. Look on the that internet. up, yeah. If there only was a way. All right, <laughs> so uh, Avengers: Infinity War on its opening, it made two fifty-seven. Uh, yeah, but, uh, for I guess the opening weekend, two hundred fifty-seven million. Hmm, that was delightful. All right. <laughs> anyway, I, I, you probably, must have forgot. I must have forgot. Ones and twos are different. I guess yes, that's <laughs> sure. true. Whoops. So that number again, more officially? That was 257. To answer your question, Frank, I don't think it will no. be no. Infinity War. That's no. That's correct, Neil. That's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> correct. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's... Just uh, as a hunch. <laughs> uh, Yusuf says 257. I think you're aiming a bit high. But I think he was I trying like to your... tell us what yeah. Infinity oh, thank War you. Oh. I was going to say, I'm like, yeah. damn. Okay, thank you. 257. <laughs> thank you very much, Jack. <laughs> Dang. Thank you. Uh, Ken Jack says 135 for Deadpool 2. Mm. Oh, all right. Boom, boom, boom. I already did one. Anthony, are you ready, sir? Zaya says 140. Two seconds. Yeah, keep trying in the chat, too. And then if you're watching this later, you can still comment your predictions as well down below. But just make sure you do it before that weekend. Can't cheat and add it later. I think I'm feeling what everyone else is feeling. Paul Jones says 115. All right, a little lower. Search your feelings, Anthony. Go with your gut. Oh, 150, 175. All right, I got it. I got it. Channel Epic says 175. Courtney, 150. I'm going with the cool 165. Ooh. All right. Oh, Carrie Lane, 165. Yes, that's what I put. Twinsies. Twinsies. Amy Cassandra. 
Martinez. Oh. 140. Okay. Oh, All right. 140. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went 160 myself. Okay. 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 The 60 family. 160 yeah. male. Looks like-, like I'm on the top end with 168.5. What? Whoa! Uh, Rory says 140 in the chat. Uh, Dean Smith in chat says 130. Roughly. Uh, roughly, yes, I like that. Uh, I feel like you could R- yeah. Roughly. Thank you for all for your suggestions. It's very, it's a fun <laughs> game for all yeah. of us. So. I think with 132, yes. I think this one has got a lot more. I think it will go more, go, for yeah. sure. Because oh, yeah. you get enough people that are like, oh, the first one was so good, and the, their ad campaign has been on point. Mm-hmm. they excited for number two. Yeah, more people can like jump on, too. I'm sure there's people out there be like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen Deadpool 1. Here, let me show it to you, and then let's go watch Deadpool 2. Yeah, yeah. and there's also more like superhero people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just before it's like two others, and now it's like it's a team. There's Terry Crews, everybody. Yeah. Solid. There's this Peter. Is true. <laughs> I bet. I love that. I, it does get me. <laughs> I got type one and type two diabetes. <laughs> I'm like, all right, all right. I'm in. I'm in for you, Peter. And I Domino. About time mm-hmm. we get some Domino. That's Zazzy. Table. Zazzy. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for joining us for this episode of Box yes. Office Breakdown. We appreciate everybody hopping in the chat. Uh, we couldn't do the show without you because you make our uh, betting life happen. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to continue uh, supporting the show, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, give a thumbs up, just like that. Thumbs, thumbs up, up, like all these thumbs, thumbs up. up. Just do that. And Carrie, if they're watching this even after we stream live, what can they do? Y'all can comment down below. Is there anything you want them to comment about? I don't know. I'm trying to think of. Uh, well, we kind of asked beforehand which movie were you, of the two Mother's Day movies were you seeing for Mother's Day weekend. What did you see, end up seeing? Or do you just watch something totally irrelevant because you didn't care about the holiday? Well, there you go. Or also go to our, you know, check out my Twitter. I took a, a great behind-the-scenes photo uh, leading up to this episode of Box Office Breakdown. You know, share what it's other glorious. kind of great photos you'd like yep. for us to take. Leading up to the next episode, well, mm. yeah, we'll make we, we cater to you. That's photo, right, <laughs> for sure. Just describe what you want it's us to, to to do in those photos. What kind of expression you want us to make? We will deliver. Uh, but if you want to continue the conversation with any of us, even after the shows air live, Anthony, where can they find you, sir? You can find me everywhere at Tony B Tony underscore, and there's my lower third because I'm slow. Turn Tony B Tony underscore, just like how you see it on your screen right now. If you're not looking. Huh. I, 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 please tell me you put like a headshot of yourself as well in addition to the lower third. I just I'm, want like a gray headshot of you just floating in above that. I can, but it turned people to stone. Yeah. Mm, I would take that risk. Great grandmother's Medusa. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Neil, about you. Where, where can they find you, Neil? <laughs> Thanks, Frank. You can find me at the Neil Plumley. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. Come on Twitter and follow me, and then unfollow me because I say divisive things. <laughs> Uh, you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ. Nailed it. Thank you. Uh, also, <laughs> you guys can watch Screen Junkies News tomorrow at 11 Pacific Standard Time. I will be there, you know, talking movie news and stuff. So, yeah, feel free to follow me, you know, whatever, subscribe, all that jazz. Right. <laughs> You're just adorable. No, thanks. <laughs> And uh, my name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And I just posted a bunch of interviews on the Popcorn Talk for Los Angeles Asia Pacific Film Festival opening and closing night red carpet. 
Uh, and follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie. I wish I had photos that I could have posted. But you uh, did. Oh, I did post one, yeah. Oh, right, you know what? Check out uh, my interview with Vaughn Stein, everybody, uh, of a new film called Terminal. That's, there you go. With Anthony, Marco Robbie. With Marco Robbie, Simon Pegg, and Mike mm-hmm. Myers. Wow. Yeah, look at that. Huh? They were all in studio with me. Watch it. You'll, you'll see. It's great. <laughs> Believe me. It's fantastic. Uh, all right, everybody. We'll see you back here next week for another episode of Box Office Breakdown right here on Popcorn Talk. We love you. Go see movies. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.